Episodes. Insert dynamic pre-roll ad at the beginning is over. Well, hello, I am fierce and independent, and this is the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. I am sure I am not able to put myself for a bad part of my day. I am sure I am not able to put lives up for a bad part of my day. I am sure I am not able to put lives up for a bad part of my day. That was Dave. And welcome to the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. Today is another day. Another day where we look at things. And today I actually had nothing in mind. So it's going to be off the cup, cup, cuff, crazy, crazy, crazy town. First off, hello rumble.com slash darkstarrising. That's rumble.com slash darkstarrising. If you want to watch the show, and if you want to pick up a cool book for kids and adults, history book, satire, based on the year 2020, Head over to lulu.com slash search. That's lulu.com. L-U-L-U.com slash. I can't say the slash and then also slurch. Lulu.com slash search. And then put in that search box. Big Mr. T, a radical book. No, just Big Mr. T is fine. Big Mr. T. And that T as in the letter T. That will put you to the physical, and if you want to get the digital instead, these are this is the book I published. It's an accurate history book about 2020 for kids and adults, so it's simple enough for both. <laughs> you can get the digital at payhip.com slash stickaverse, S-T-I-C-K-A-V-E-R-S-E. And thank you for coming and listening and being a part of the show. And that is episode 8. No. Um, What we're doing today is we're going to go down a rabbit hole. And this is going to be a very deep rabbit hole. Oh, I see. That's that's that right there. Okay. And. Boop. 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 If you are the type that likes to watch or listen to news, I actually have a new old news channel I'm rebooting or regurgitating re- uh, re- life into it, however that works. Guess where it's at? Rumble.com slash News, all one word. J-A-R-V-N-E-W-S. Rumble.com slash News. You won't be finding me on YouTube probably at all as far as News goes for reasons of censorship and... That's about no. There's there's a few other reasons: censorship, shadow banning, and a whole lot of bullshit. Uh, so, if you like to watch some news, basically some news aggregate aggregation, probably twice a day, over on Rumble.com/slash Jarv News or Minds.com/slash Jarv News. 
And this is still the Dark Star Rising podcast and show where we look at things that people don't tell you in the corporate news, things that uh, you're not necessarily supposed to think, you know, that thought crime. We look at things that may or may not be true, but we look with a critical eye and a open mind. And today we're going to be going down the rabbit hole of Kofifi. And this is something I've covered to some degree or other on previous episodes of the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. But this is going to be a focus specifically on Kofifi. What is Kofifi? Where did it come from? And we're going to be going into hypothetical and theoretical lands. Okay? So I'm not saying this is all true. But we're going to look in to see if we can figure out or at least find more data on the origin of Kofifi. C-O-V-F-E-F-E. And where it actually came from and why did it come. And why, why, why. So, a good place to start is with the nice, healthy people of the World Economic Forum. Why? Oh, just because they're fun people, fun stuff. Um... With the first thing that they had. Oh, it's funny. We form. We form. Now known as Agenda 2030, it all started in 19 something something with the. Davos Agenda 2021. Oh, they actually called it 2021 back then. Oh, no, this is a different one then. Their their website. Oh, here we go. This is the 20. Okay. Well, it started with just Agenda 21. Basically, the World Economic Forum is a group of people who make plans about the future of the world. Here we go. Transforming our world. I'm going to try to look in to see how this is connected to Mr. Yates and his innovation to zero life forms on planet Earth plan which I covered in one of my previous episodes. The World Economic Forum's Great Reset is a blueprint for tyranny. Eh, I don't really want opinion pieces. I'm trying to look at the the data, but they they might have a little bit of data here. World Economic Forum Chairman Kyle Schwab released a video announcing its theme for 2021, a Great Reset that exploits the impact of the coronavirus restructure of the world economy with the UN Agenda 2030. Since it's going to be kind of hard to find Agenda 21. For now, we're going to focus on Agenda 2030 because that's their new updated plan. And hopefully the information on it won't be as hidden. This is the one where Mr. Spacesuit Man himself, it's not a spacesuit, but I don't know what else to call it, uh... I don't know how 
it's a German name, a very German name, Koss. You know, I mean, I don't know why people don't. I mean, a German man who wants to conquer the world. Like, that doesn't sound shady at all. Um, well, does he want to conquer the world or just wear a fancy suit? You know, maybe he's a front for something else. This is this is the guy that we're talking about. This guy created the World Economic Forum. Okay, so if 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 a, if a, if a circle with 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 like, I've seen people say that the symbol of the basically looks just like that. The symbol of a circle with like some zigzags zig zigs in it is a Nazi symbol. So if that's a Nazi symbol, then this should be a Nazi symbol too, because it's practically the same thing. It's like. The Nazi symbol we already know. It's called the swastika. Why, why are people trying to turn everyone into Nazis nowadays? It's, it's kind of funny because... Was it one year ago or 15 seconds ago that CNN and all the corporate news were saying... You know, all the MSN were saying... There's a, there's a white supremacist Nazi hiding underneath every freaking twig and, and blade of grass in, in, in Heartland America... Everyone is a Nazi. Everyone's a fascist, right? But now it's the right-wing media, news media that are saying, "Look, there's there's Nazis in Ukraine. No one's covering this. There must be Nazis." What's the proof? Uh, five swastika flags that could be from anywhere, and this symbol that's not a swastika, and um, they look kind of Nazi. That's not proof. You know, well, there's there's some plays in Ukraine that are Nazi anti-Jew plays. Once again, that has nothing to do with the ass fuck face battalion, whatever. What we're still just supposed to believe, and you know, these people have a little bit more credibility than the corporate news, but they're starting to lose it because it's like, oh, the boy who cried wolf. It's just a different boy this time crying wolf again. There's Nazis, Nazis. Yeah, I'm sure neo Nazis probably exist. But do they have an entire battalion in Ukraine? That just sounds like fucking propaganda. I won't believe it until I actually see it. I gotta see soldiers that are actually from that battalion. Not just with swastikas. They gotta be doing more than that. They have to actually be admitting that they're fucking neo-Nazis. Otherwise, I'm not gonna believe it. Because this scapegoat, this fucking... Uh, what's it gonna call it? Uh, I mean, like for the people on the right, it's like... How are you this easily fooled? They were literally, the corporate news was literally doing this exact same thing about Americans 15 seconds ago. It's like, the, 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 we know what the American propaganda is for Ukraine. Russia's bad, Ukraine good. That's the American propaganda. What's the Russian propaganda? We're going to kill Nazis. That's probably their propaganda. So I don't believe anything that comes into the fucking news like i'm just gonna keep saying well russia is still invading ukraine and not really go into much more because everything that you find regarding the russia invasion is just gonna be propaganda from one side or the other it's it's like it, you got to be on the ground and actually seeing things to to get i don't have that kind of funding uh to get news but this isn't in my news channel jar of news at rumble.com slash jarvnews or minds.com slash jarvnews. This is the Dark Star Rising podcast. And what's this? Is, is this going to be... Oh, I get it. The United Nations deep state and globalist elites do not as, just aspire for a one world government. Okay, they already have a one world empire. I talked about this in previous 
episodes about how the United States federal government is essentially a galactic empire, okay? With the way it, it leverages the, the power of the U.S. dollar, which is a blood oil tyranny dollar, and the, the basically instead of being backed by gold, is backed by blood, oil, and tyranny. Um, and that's the foundation for all of the market, the international global market. And with that, there's NATO, the not the UN, but like you actually actual NATO in these Western countries. They all walk the same talk, talk the same talk, and follow the lead of the United States. So how is that not an empire? And, and not just the United States' own small empire inside that global empire, but it's already a one-world government. It's just, I mean, when you when you live through 2020 and you see all the countries, including Brazil and fucking Singapore, all enforcing things from the American CDC and the America Pharmacia industry, you know, get the job. It's perfectly safe. Like, everywhere on planet Earth, every government, every just about every government, and every big corporation was saying, get the jab. It's perfectly safe. How is that not already global collusion to a level of a global unified government? We're already there. This is what they do. The World Economic Forum projects what they have already done so that you think that you're ahead of time and you can stop it. It's already a one world government. One world empire global government they literally have there's a picture of fuckface himself in front of you know the world economic forum he's talking and in the background on the wall there's the words world government summit like literally you can't make this shit up okay and he's big friends with you know the the canadian tyrant and uh like the american uh, puppets and a whole bunch of other people okay so, and Trump, in my opinion, Trump was all part of the plan. Maybe not their plan. These guys might also be puppets, but they're part of the whole thing. And, uh, you know, well, because if you have a populist president who is elected and then has power and, and does some things that change things, some things for the better, most of the stuff he did, I think, were for the better. Maybe the things about crypto... You know, taxing it four times up the fucking wazoo and back down again several times down the Amazon and fucking up in Egypt's poor river. Like, fucking taxing it all up the fucking wazoo wasn't great. But some of the other things he did were good. Well, well, why would they be okay with that? Because the next guy just undoes it all in one day, one week, 17 uh, unconstitutional, like, fucking direct laws from the president or the the puppetant what what do you say pres the potus now stands for puppet of the United States of America uh the not you know the second Ill- Ill- illegal and illegitimate not really president of the United States the puppet they had him sign 17 orders that basically undid everything Trump did in his entire four-year period. So, yeah, no, even if Trump wasn't part of the plan, it's like, what damage did he do that they couldn't undo, or, you know, damages and damage on their plans for world government that he that they can't undo with unconstitutional laws right off the fucking bat? It's like, well, yeah, 
But ultimately, what he did also was to help separate the people, which is a good thing, because you don't want to be hanging out with the Marxist freaking postmodernist, owned by nincompoops, because then they're going to pull you down with them, and you'll become an own mind too and get the jab and the other ways that people are controlled. But it's also what is required to create controlled opposition. So now they own a little bit of the people on the right. I'm not going to name names, Jack Pazovic. I'm not going to name names. But uh, Dave Rube, I mean, uh, Ben Shapiro, I mean, no, I'm, I'm mostly fascist. These people probably aren't in control. But if they were, I wouldn't make a difference because that's controlled opposition they appear to to be controlled opposition some of my favorite channels now appear to be controlled opposition because they're just doing the exact opposite of the left and in the in, in the end what they're doing is exactly the same as the left as, as the corporate news they're just like fee, feeding propaganda into our brains oh look now the nazis are in ukraine oh no we should probably go to war and kill those Nazis because the Nazis are bad. You know, it's like, oh, oh no. No, he's a great idea. You know, you know the big problem with like Muslim terrorists in the Middle East? And you know this supposed big problem of Nazi terrorists in the Middle East? Or Ukraine, Middle East, whatever? What if, you know, I heard they hate each other and they shoot each other with blood guts, guns that are like... Oh no, you, it's okay to kill somebody, but it's not okay to kill somebody with with pig guts on the on the bullets. It's like, dude, you're going to die either way. I mean, I get your religion now, you're going to hell, but like that's in your head. And like you're dead either way. It's like like if somebody shot me with pig blood. Like what's what what's the equivalent? Little little crosses or something are like coming out of the gun and they're like so I'm like dying by crosses or like little little stars of David or something like not really the star of David. They're just little synagogue of Satan symbols. If those were flying at me it like, oh, no, wow, I'm, I'm cursed because, you know, oh, a satanic star or something like like dead is dead. Like God's not going to hold you against what kind of bullets killed you. But, you know, they're doing it because of pisses them off they're doing it because they hate them it's not like the nazis believe in the afterlife is going to actually be changed by the bullet <laughs> the, the the enchantment you put on the bullet makes the difference between heaven or hell but they hate each other right the nazis and the muslims so why don't you just like let them be there and kill each other and then maybe they'll kill you each other completely dead sounds like a great idea I mean, if, you, if you're not going to go in there and kill all of them, then you might as well just let them stay there. Like, build a giant wall and then film it. And <laughs> you can make a lot of money. That's a, kind of the last part is a bad idea, the filming part. Like, the, the you know, but it is a little bit of a joke. You know, the, 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 the Roman Colosseums, it's like that, except for you're not forcing people to fight each other. They're, they're already fighting each other. But no, actually, they're going after the, the Russians. And I don't think there's that many Muslim Russians. So it's like, where's your propaganda, propaganda setting at? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, I try to stay away from propaganda. But this is just somebody talking about Agenda 2030. Now, I want to see if we can get the actual Agenda 2030 to PDF. So we can cross-sect it real quick. Quickly. 
PDD, because PDD is better than PDF. PDF. Well, United Nations is all on board with it too, apparently, huh? So this is the this is the group that said you will own nothing and be happy. But I think what they meant to say was, we will own everything and we will be happy. Transforming our world, twenty thirty, and sustainable development. Okay. Our vision. That's a good place to start. Where's Where's the our vision? Preamble. Our vision. Five. Page five. This agenda is a plan for action for people, planet, and prosperity. Oh, peace and larger freedom. Sounds good. All countries are and all stakeholders. Wait a minute. Acting as collaborative partnership. So, when we hear stakeholders, we think every human being on the planet Earth will be a stakeholder, which means they get like some rights and stuff for once, and like maybe a, a cut of the big pie. But from what I understand... From other people's dissection, we will dissect this ourselves. The stakeholders are actually not elected people, but people uh, elected by the World Economic Forum or the people in charge to be essentially uh, elite technocrats. And those people will own the stake. And no one in the 99 will own any stake because they don't want you eating healthy organic food like beef and you know, maybe they won't even let you eat, like, pork rinds or anything healthy. They want you eating, like, slopping bugs. Okay? We are determined to, to end poverty and hunger in all forms and dimensions. What did Jesus... No, what did God... Wasn't it God who said... No, it was Jesus who said you will always have the, the, the poor and the hungry. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like you're going to... It doesn't seem realistic to completely end poverty and hunger. It sounds... Very pipe dreamy and also um, impossible, but shooting for it's not such a bad idea, right? To try to diminish. So far, this is sounding pretty good. We are determined to ensure that all human beings can enjoy prosperous and fulfilling lives that, and, that, and that economic, social, and technological progress occurs in harmony with nature. We are determined to foster peace, partnership. We are determined to mobilize. We really got to go through. We, the heads of the state, and government and high representatives, all capitalized, meeting United Nations headquarters. On behalf of the peoples we serve, have adopted historic decision, the comprehensive, far-reaching, blah, 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 full invitation of this agenda by 2030. Recognize that eradicating poverty in all its forms, resolve between now and 2030 to end poverty and hunger everywhere to combat inequalities and... Anyway, you can't end 20... Poverty by 2030. That is beyond a pipe dream. The, this is the agenda of unprecedented scope and significance. Universal goals. The goals are targeted result in over two years of intensive public consultation. And in these goals and targets, we are setting out a supremely ambitious and transform, transformational vision. We envision the world free of poverty, hunger, disease, and blah, blah, blah. The world is equitable and Equitable and uh, equitable. Uh, uh, is that equitable? No, it's equitable. Equitable? A world with equitable and universal access to equality. Maybe that is equitable. Equit. Equit. 
Because it was equit. Yes, that is how you spell equity. Oh no, this is my first like major flag. It could be a red flag or green flag, but it's probably just a blood-soaked flag. Um, the problem when these type of people and just people in general talk about the word equity is what they technically mean. There's two things. There's equality and there's equity. And generally speaking, colloquially at least, equality means equality of opportunity and equity means equality of outcome. And I've done the math. There is a way to obtain equality of outcome. It is impossible, however, to get equality of opportunity because there's always going to be genetic differences, at least between human beings. When you're talking about human beings, you can never get equality because there's always going to be genetic differences. You can get close, you can try to get closer and make the world better, but unlike equity, equality can never be obtained. Equity can be obtained, and the closer and closer you get to equity, the closer and closer you get to equity, and it can be obtained. The only flip side is there is a way to get equity, equality of opportunity for everyone, but it requires one thing. For everyone in the sample size who's getting equity, all of those living beings have to be murdered. The only way to obtain equity with organic human beings is to murder them all. They have to be dead. Then you have equity because the outcome is equal. None of them have souls in bodies. None of them are running around. None of them are wealthy. None of them are poor. They're all heaped on a pile. Hopefully no one's arm is on top of somebody else's crotch or something because that in their bodies would be unequitable if they're not all perfectly lined up on the same level ground and everything, not pissing in each other's faces. Um, but we're not talking about the body. We're talking about the human being. A human being is body, mind, and spirit, the trinity. Okay, So that's what a human being is. The only way to get equity for human beings, the mind, body, and spirit, is for the mind, body, and spirit to become separated. And then the bodies can be mostly equitable. The spirits can go off and do their spirit thing, and the minds are pr pretty much perfectly equitable. But that way, you're basically ending the human being as you know it, because you're separating the, the parts of the human being, which we call death. And in death, you ultimately have equity. However, there is no discernible way to acquire equity with human beings that are alive. Because if you're a live human being, that requires for you to have a body, mind, and soul in the in the form that you have it. The mind, which, which lives in the metaphysical, the spirit in the spiritual, and the body in the physical, that is what a human being is. So, basically, the only way to get equity is for everyone to be dead. Equity is death. So whether or not they know this, this is how it will out. This is the outcome if you strive for equity. Every time you strive for equity, you get closer to equity. And equity is death. So this is the first blood flag that I'm seeing. And it's a bit of a problem because I don't know if they're aware, but equity is death. We envision a world of universal respect for human rights and human dignity. That sounds good. Justice and equality, non-discrimination, respect of race, so on and so forth. Once again, equality cannot be acquired, but, you know, obtained. But the closer you get to, you know, the harder you try for it, you might make things better. We envision the world with every 
country enjoys sustained, inclusive, and sustainable economic growth and, de and decent work for all. Blah, blah, blah. The new agenda is guided in purposes by the principles of the Charter of the United Nations, 2005 World Summit. We affirm outcomes of major world now. We affirm the principles of the Rio Declaration. We challenges coming We are meeting at a time of immense challenges in sustainable development. Billions of our citizens continue to live in poverty and ignite a life of dignity. There are rising inequalities within our and among countries. There are enormous disparities of opportunity, wealth, and power. Yeah, like you created in 2020 with the transfer of like $20 trillion of wealth from the middle class to the fucking billionaires. You that is that what you're talking about? Oh, it was only $20 billion? Dude, it's kind of hard to tell the difference from where I'm at. Unemployment, particularly youth unemployment, is a major concern. Global health threats, more frequent and intense natural disaster. There is no climate crisis. Shut the fuck up. If this also, however, is a, a time of immense opportunity, yes, for the billionaires to be trillionaires. Woohoo! Significant progress has made in meeting and development changes with the past generation hundreds of millions this is propaganda this is just fucking nonsense propaganda almost 15 years the millennium development goals were agreed blah 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 in scope the new agenda we are announcing today 17 sustainable development goals with 169 associated targets okay we want to get to the 17 sustainable development goals that they say where's oh are these the goals these are no these are just numbers the paragraphs are numbered because fuck you know Let's make it official. Number the paragraphs. Goal one, end poverty in all its forms everywhere. Impossible. Goal two, end hunger, also impossible. Goal three, ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for all ages. I don't know. That's not completely possible. Not completely impossible, but yeah, partially impossible. Ensure inclusive and equitable equality of education. In other words, everyone has to be dead. Like, why would you say that is for? Kill everyone. Okay, that's great. Achieve gender equality and empower all women and girls. You already have that in the United States, and look what it gave you. Okay? Like, women and men have different things. They have different capabilities. They have different purposes. If you neutralize them and, and make it even across the board, you lose the balance. You lose the, the compatibility. You lose the... Okay, the... There's a natural way that things work and certain types of people are better than certain things. I don't want to say this. The natural organic function of the human species is based on sex. There's these natural ways that human beings work. Women make babies. Men can't. Okay? They, come, they are part of that process, but the woman is, is the one with the oven. And this is just one example. It's across all space and time. Human beings are organic creatures. And they have, like I said, the metaphysical mind and also the spiritual. But the only way to, compl to completely get equality or equity. Well, equity, only way to get equity, like we said, is death. And there's also one more way, which is includes death. It's just I, I didn't want to get into post-humanism yet. But that's like death. With the, with the like side note that your consciousness is downloaded into a matrix. Um, but you're still, your body, your human is dead. So it's post-humanism. That's ultimately, it looks like what they're going for. But the other thing, equality of opportunity, 
you won't ever have that because of the genetic differences between people, let alone fucking sexes. And then you've got all women and girls. But what about trans girls and trans women and trans men and, and, and all the other intersectionals? Like, ensure availability and sustainable management of water and sanitation for all. Sounds good. Ensure access to affordable, reliable, and sustainable modern energy for all. Sounds good. Promote sustained, inclusive, and economic growth. Build resilient infrastructure. Promote inclusive and sustainable industrializations and faster innovation. Let's K, K, K. Um, the fourth industrial revolution. Yeah, we'll get to that maybe later. Reduce inequality within and among other countries. Make cities and human settlements inclusive, safe, inclusive, safe, resilient, and sustainable. But, like, sustainable is just not a thing that you can do. We covered this when we were talking about scam, the scam episode. Go watch the scam episode. There is no renewable energy source. You can't have a renewable energy source in a universe with entropy. It's just a fucking nonsense. And then sustainable is just like saying renewable it's 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 like it, it can keep going forever and ever. It can sustain itself. It's not a thing. Entropy. Entropy. Do I have to say entropy? Entropy again. Like everything breaks down. Things don't go together. They go apart. That's entropy. Laws of entropy. It's like energy dissipates. It doesn't form together and fix things. Like fuck. The universe is supposedly expanding. Like do you get it yet? I mean, I'm sure you're not having a problem. I'm, I'm thinking that they are having a little bit of a problem with understanding entropy and the concept of uh, renewables or renewable, sustainable. Enter sustainable consumption once again with your words that don't make any sense. Take urgent action to combat climate change and its impacts. There we go. So these guys are big fans of the $22 trillion environment. Fear scam industry. Not a big fan of them then. Conserve and sustainably use ocean, seas, and marine resources for sustainable development. Protect, restore, and promote sustainable use of terrestrial ecosystems. So these people are complicit with the largest scam in human history. Great. Promote peaceful and inclusive societies for sustainable development. Provide access to justice for all. Build effect blood. Strengthen the means of implementation and revitalize the global partnership for sustainable development. Acknowledge that the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change is the primary international intergovernmental forum on negotiating global response to climate change. Now, here are these human beings, right? The, the world and the, the stuff and the ultimate verse constantly changing, all, all, all on its own systems and stuff. Here's the human beings. Uh, not only... Is is we're a big problem, but we're the only big problem. Not only is there things happening without our control, but we're the biggest problem. You know, like not only so they admit uh, like things happen without humans' control, but then they have the audacity and absolute stupidity to say, but we're the biggest cause effect on the universe, human beings, on globe, on the planet, on the whole fucking planet. We're the biggest cause. Really, does three point does zero point zero 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 three percent sound like a big percentage of carbon dioxide? Does it sound like it? No, but that's that's their own fucking data. Zero point zero zero three percent 
is how much human beings are contributing to the density of carbon dioxide on planet Earth, according to their own fucking oh, climate alarmist scientists. Okay? No, you're not the majority, and carbon dioxide isn't even a big problem. What's the problem? Methane and, and water vapor. But when you look at that deeper, it's not a fucking problem because methane and water vapor are greenhouse gases, and those are good. Good for life and organic life and life on planet earth maybe, maybe you don't like life on planet earth but those are good for planet, life on planet earth like across the board even if you keep in increasing those numbers you're going to keep balancing it out because especially with carbon which doesn't make a big difference on temperature as far as we're aware but for the other ones you're going to increase the temperature and you're going to increase the humidity but that's good because when you increase the temperature and the humidity, and you also have that carbon dioxide, which increases the amount of uh, plant life, because that's what they eat, then you also increase the amount of oxygen, which is what you eat, and then you have the perfect ecosystem for garden world. Okay, garden world. The world used to be garden world, now it's desert world. Okay, the deserts are actually turning into gardens, and the gardens are turning into deserts. This is natural. Okay, the human beings are affecting less than 0.001%. Like, if it's 0.0003% or whatever, or 00, it's either two or three zeros, 3% of the carbon dioxide that are just human beings, then I'm guessing that total outcome is probably less than three zeros one percent Like, the total effect that human beings are having. You guys are minuscule. You guys are not making a big difference. You're pathetic. You're arrogant. The ego, the hubris of man is to think that he is like God. Made like God, not like God. Okay? And so any type of reaction to your less than less than a percent change is going to cause probably more problems than... And not problems for Earth. Earth be fine. But more problems for human beings. Then the ones that you, the hypothetical that you're fixing, which is really just a scam, and you're not fixing the scam, you 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 quadrupling down on the scam. You've been wrong every single time. 1979, 1980, 1995, 2000, 2005, 2019, 2020, 2022. You guys are wrong every single time. Why don't people wake up? I get it. You're getting trillions of dollars and you want to propagate the scam and keep it going. But sooner or later, people are going to wake up to the scam. And they'll realize this is the oldest fucking trick in the book. Look! The gods are coming down from the mountain! Fire and rain! Fire and rain! What? Fire and rain? Doesn't make any sense. I've heard about the gods before, though. Yes! You must give me money and I will go sacrifice to the gods and save you! We don't have money, but we got cows and stuff, like cattle and sheep and wool and fucking whatever the else we, we farm. Okay. So then he takes it to the city and he sells it. But he tells him, you gotta stay in the cart that I rode on with all the stuff while you guys pulled the cart. <laughs> I'm gonna go to to buy the goat to sacrifice, but you can't come with because he's a schizophrenic, the guy who sells it. Passes by his own bank and puts 99.9999% of those beautiful coins that he got from selling their shit into his own personal bank account. Tips his banker. And then he goes and buys the scrawniest piece of fuck goat you've ever seen. Goes back and says, this is all. I couldn't even tip. I couldn't even tip the beggar. I 
I had to put it all on this money for this goat, the greatest goat ever. And the goat dies along the way. Then he sacrifices the goat in front of the villagers and says, Look, I pull the entrails out to the gods. Come down and don't come down and save us. Whatever. Don't blow us up with fire and lightning. And guess what? The gods don't come. Oh, it worked then! Every two years, he comes down and says the gods are coming. Ejaculating from the mountain. Fire and rain. Fire and rain. The rain will be acid rain. And every two years, he gets a fat stack of coins in his bank. And the gods never come. And eventually, the moral of the story is the villagers wake up and they realize they're being scammed. But it's his descendants who are doing the scamming now. And then his descendants show up after they've realized they were scammed. And what did they do? The moral of the story. The villagers murder his entire family for scamming them for fucking decades. And then they throw their fucking corpses into the sea. Which isn't rising in any speed worth talking about. By 2030, eradicate extreme poverty for all people everywhere. Currently measures as people living in less than $1.25. Reduce half the world's population. Wait. Reduce at least half the proportion of men, women, and children of all ages living in poverty. Okay. Implement national... By 2030, ensure that all men, women, in particular poor or vulnerable, have equal rights to economic resources. By 2030, but what have they actually done? These kind, these kinds of people, these these people are more or less on board with. I mean, it was Klaus Schwab himself, himself, who wrote a book called "COVID-19 and the Great Reset." Maybe we should read that. Okay, I haven't read it yet, but. I'm the type of person who might, considering I did read the Communist Manifesto and all the people I was talking to who were, Bleh, but Marxism is a good part of the time. We haven't done it right yet. Um, those type of people never read it. Um, so I, I'm ten steps ahead of them at understanding their own fucking mind brainwash complete zombie control ideology. see if somebody else read it somebody I trust more or less and see if I can get a, a synopsis we can always read it ourselves that's gonna be a long one this is an opinion piece from the channel or maybe it's not an opinion piece but let's see what it says in June 2020 at least from around the world gathered to announce the town hall don't do this to me I'll turn ads off for five seconds. Okay. Launch of the plan to reset the entire global economy proposed ominously called the Great Reset. Among many of the world leaders, the powerful institutions that pledged their support for the Great Reset at the June meetings were the International Fund Charles, Prince Charles, United Nations CEOs for major inter international corporations, the World Economic Forum, 
One of the key layers of the Great Reset. Every country from the United States to China must participate in the Great Reset. Every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. Carl Swap. Founder and executive chairman of WEF. In short, we need a great reset of capitalism. The initial justification of, for the great reset was COVID-19 pandemic. But they planned that from the start. But from the start, supporters of the global economic overhaul reportedly said that climate change was a long-term justification. So this scam that you're running is the long-term justification for you to run another scam and then the bioweapon pandemic that you released on the population is your once again, the justification for yet another scam. It's almost like you create the problem, then you create the solution, which is just another problem to create another problem. To create. And all the time, people are like, give me the solution, give me the solution. But all you're doing is just creating more and more problems. Disguise the solutions. Among the most important figures of the Great Reset, Bank of America and MasterCard, who have been already running social credit systems, for decades. Yeah. You didn't know that's what a fucking credit card score was? That's a social credit score system. Although many Great Reset supporters have called for dramatic expansions of government welfare programs, including job guarantees, the environment, social guidance, metrics are being used to propagate wealth. Basically, these are being used to make sure that corporations act and comply with the world government, the Communist, corporate, fascist, world government, I call UGU. The ESG is basically being used, not, it's, it's, what, once again, with the justification of the $22 trillion environment fair scam industry, you know, climate change, with that justification, it's being used to force corporations to obey the will of the empire, aka CONFA, Communist, corporate, fascism, United States federal government, and this global consortium of People who are basically moving the world, trying to move the world away from capitalism into corporatism, trying to move the world away from socialism into communism, and trying to move the world away from what we have, constitutional republic or whatever it is now at this point, into communist corporate fascism. Because ultimately, this is their goal. Communist corporate fascism is very successful. It's been working very well for them. Maybe not so much for the rest of the world. That's what you got in China. That's what you got in the United States and Canada right now is a communist corporate fascism light. But they want communist corporate fascism heavy, comfa, proper, okay? Comfa. Now, this is what they're using ESGs for to manipulate corporations. Hey, you got a bad ESG score. People cannot invest in your company. It's that sort of a thing. So... That way to cut funding for corporations that don't obey the government, the government of the world, the comp for government. Eh, but they use the term green, which is just nonsense. It's no speak. Just like uh, renewable is a no speak term. Alexa, shut it, please. Oh, and the right ratio of minorities. Whether a business is involved in politically disfavored industries, oh, well, they're explaining ESG. ESG metrics offer offer public policy leaders, economics, investors, and banks an entirely new way of evaluating businesses. Instead of looking at how profitable a company is or how many employees it has, the business model or any other traditional metrics, 
like capitalist metrics, like logical metrics for a business. ESG adds to those concerns a whole list of left-wing causes, including how green a company is, having the right ratio of minorities, whether a business is involved in politically disfavored industries. Wait a minute. Politically disfavored for whom? The Kampfer government. Okay. Such as gun manufacturing and sales, or as well as other simil similar considerations, companies that are given a score or rating to determine how well they align with ESG goals. In other words, goals of the one world empire, the techno-state dictatorship, the Kampfer government of the world. I think we'll just call it Ugu from now on. Ugu, unholy global union. Or the establishment. There we go. Hundreds of the world's largest corporations, hundreds of the world's, hundreds of the establishment's largest corporations, including financial institutions, have already created ESG systems and reporting metrics within their own companies. Investors worth trillions of dollars have pledged to prioritize these companies over those who refuse to participate. With the ESG, with the ESG system sustainable investment and forcing the world to adopt quote, green energy sources are all essential elements of the Great Reset plan to transform the world. I put green in quotes because there's an ample, there's ample amount of evidence to show the wind and solar are not even remotely environmentally friendly. And also, the whole concept of environmentalism is false because they have it all upside down. So it's just, it's all no-speak. It's nonsense and incapupri at this point. Green, renewable, it's all just like, if people are... If there were people that were dumb and could be manipulated by simple terms like, oh, I don't know, cool catchphrase like Black Lives Matter or environment social governance or the Great Reset or um, what else could be easily used to manipulate people's stupid fucking brains? Uh, green, renewable, environmentally friendly, no speak. That means it's, it's, it's even worse than double speak. Okay, In this case... Though green is basically doublespeak, because it's not green, it's brown, or white, or whatever color the fucking windmills are. You know, they're not fucking green. You know, it's not renewable either. They're the worst form of, of, of energy, and they're the, the, the least renewable. So, in other words, that's no-speak. I mean, doublespeak, not no-speak. Well, doublespeak is a kind of no-speak. No-speak is the broader form of nonsense and incompoopery turned into a language that postmodernists use to just deceive people, to trick stupid people, okay? Green is doublespeak. Renewable is doublespeak because it's meaning the, the antonym while it says it, okay? Renewable should mean that you can keep on making it over and over and over again with negative or no impacts upon, like, trash or other things that are bad negatives for the world. Like some people think carbon dioxide is bad negative for the world. But the reality is carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases aren't bad for the world. They're good for the world and for organic life on planet Earth. And also, waste probably could still be considered bad. I don't know if waste is good or not. But it's probably not as good as greenhouse gases. And waste is probably, in my opinion, waste is probably bad. You probably shouldn't waste. You know, if it's biodegradable, I wouldn't give a flying fuck. But if it's not biodegradable, you should probably put it somewhere where at least it won't lead to toxins into the ground. You know, although if you think about it, the dead toxins of the ground of the old years are what we're using to create energy nowadays, you know, like oil. So it's like, can you see it holistically like the world, Earth? Like George Carlin once said, 
For all we know, Earth just spat us out so we could make plastic for it. You know? Like, maybe the Earth just is be done with us and it'd be like, hey, I got plastic now. I couldn't make it. Or maybe plastic is a toxin that you shouldn't be putting in the ground. Then don't build windmills. Parts of the Great Reset are theoretical and have yet been put into place, but some components of the plan have already rolled out and now be put into place. The institution's commitment to mandate that virtually all businesses in America adopt renewable energy. You should have put renewable in quotations because that is a double-speak term. February 2021, Bank of America citing long-standing support for the Paris Climate Agreement, which is an abomination, announced the company today outlined initial steps of the goal of net zero greenhouse gases emissions facility operations planned before 2050. Note that the net zero greenhouse gas emissions. So no more water, guys. You're not allowed to put out water vapor. No more boiling. No more boiling. No more boiling eggs. And no more cows. No more beef. Because cows poop methane. And those are greenhouse gases. Net Zero means no. It means nil, nil, nada, zada, fucking none. Zero. Net zero is essentially nothing, is what they're saying. They want that to be innovated to zero. Now, Bill Gates wanted human beings to be innovated to zero. I wonder how that would work. Huh. Does everyone hold a zero above their heads? Oh. They said it was a conspiracy theory that he wanted to murder billions of people? Weird. Who's the idiots now? Ruled by and applied not only to the Bank of America's operations, but also the Bank of America and also other banks. More simply, you put a loan from the Bank of America in the future, you better toe the globalist line of climate change. That should be also in quotations because everything from the scam is doublespeak just about. It's If it's not doublespeak, it's some other kind of no-speak. Of course... Bank of America isn't the only bank with these policies. Wells Fargo CEO Charles Scharf made a comparable announcement of, on March 8th. Climate change is one of the most urgent environmental and social issues of our time. No, it's one of the biggest scams in human history, though. And Wells Fargo is committed to aligning our activities to support the goals of Paris, City, Goldman Sachs, so on and so on, J.P. Morgan Chase. And do not think for a moment that these requirements will only apply to businesses either. Some financial institutions have already started... started to give ESG scores to individual investment accounts. Yes. Did you know that they can... Um, that's just disturbing and not particularly all that attractive. Now, maybe it was black women or like Latinas doing that. Somebody who actually has booty. But like average white skinny buttless women doing that. Why would you show this to me? Okay. If banks are allowed to collect, collect to decide, stop financing any group of people. Yeah, the, the banks already have control over your life to a degree that's just wrong. At any point in time, they can freeze all your money in their that, that they have in the bank. It's just a ledger. It, it can be like, well, you had five billion dollars, but we're gonna just change this five to a zero. Point zero zero billion dollars, and now you have nothing. And they've done this. They've actually done this before for people who had wrong think, for people who were different ideologically than them. You know, if it's not the banks or PayPal or any of the other processors, 
Then it's some other c- company like Patreon. By the way, never use Patreon. Because they literally just cancel people for ideological reasons. Because, you know, they, they don't want to lose their bank. And the bank is ideologically motivated. So the bank has control of their balls to sack too. Jack Conti is an absolute fuck cunt. The biggest cuck of Silicon Valley. You are Jack Conti. Um, interestingly, in 2021, the Trump era office of the controller's currency issued finalized fair and access to financial services regulation. That would have made it illegal for banks. So Trump passed something that would have made it illegal for banks to engage in sort of discrimination. But, like I said, in that 17, the list of 17 things that uh, the puppet Biden passed, with his puppet fingers. One of those 17 things. Was getting rid of this. Protection. That would have made it illegal for. Corporations to discriminate like that. Okay. So now they can discriminate. And this shouldn't come as a surprise. The Biden administration's. Climate czar. John Kerry. Who is basically a demon in human form. As well as the Biden. Puppet himself. Supporters. Of the Great Reset. Okay, so the Great Reset is. Well, I think we're beyond the point of it being real at this point. It's 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 uh, it's it's what they're planning. They're, they 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 actually say the quiet part out loud. If you watch one of my earlier video episode podcast thingies, Bill Gates literally says, "The population of Earth is going up to be about nine billion sometime in the future." However, with vaccines, healthcare, and reproductive like technology, whatever, basically abortion, we can lower that, which is the population of Earth, that's 9 billion, by 10 to 15%. Lowering 9 billion by 10 to 15%, we'll go with 15, is 1 billion people. So technically, we're already over 8 billion. So technically, he's saying we can, and he was happy about it, and they clapped at the end. We can kill a billion people, or prevent a billion people from existing, but it's already too late. It's already too late. Those people are born. They're born to be born. You're going to have to kill them. And then, if you think about who controls the counting in the world, who controls the audits and the head counting of, of all the people in the world, well, it's the governments, and the governments are complicit in this whole fucking thing. For all you know, they could have already killed a billion people and he was just celebrating it. Maybe there should be 11 billion people by now. Who fucking knows? These people are sick and evil. And it's, they, they don't hide it. It's right there in front of you. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham said on Monday that he has tested positive and I don't really care. You can die by your fucking pandemic. Mainstream the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. Graham Scott, UN County Team. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, let me see if I can find that one. It's called the World Economic Forum. You know, it's not called the United States Economic Forum. It's, it's called the World Government Summit. It's, it, like, what part of world government did you miss? COVID-19 outbreak is the first big step towards unprecedented control over mankind. That's what he said. 
Oh, also, Promise Dark Winter. Yes, somebody else got it. Dark Winter. I had an episode about that. That's like my first episode. No one listened to it. It's very good. I explained to you exactly what Dark Winter was. I go down that rabbit hole and we come back out with more information. Dark Winter was this plan. It, it's a simulation that in 2000, I think it was 2001 or 1997, the government of the United States conducted the simulation about what would happen if a bioterrorist attack, a.k.a. a bioweapon, was released in the United States. The developers of The Division took this idea and created The Division, the video game. Um, reality took this and gave us 2020. And this, this, the, the, like, they basically just planned Kofefe itself, Kovi, do you know what I'm talking about? They planned that, and then they released it a little ahead of schedule in 2020. And then, like, what's the point? Well, the vaccines are probably just placebos, or maybe they're crap toxins. I don't know, but they're definitely not good at this point. We've, we've already gotten thousands of people dying from, like, 1% of the data released. The, the, the corporations were forced by a judge to release the pharma corporations. The data about their vaccines, which aren't technically vaccines, they're biological gene therapy weapons. Yeah, I mean, people take them willingly. And then, and technically, they're also working on, Microsoft is working on, correct me if I'm wrong, an airborne version of their not vaccines. And we need a new weapon for them. They're not vaccines because vaccines take the, 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 fucking corpse of the virus and gives the corpse to you that can't do anything because it's a corpse and then your body's white blood cells attack it and learn how to fight the corpse what this does is sends messenger RNA which is like DNA but completely different and these messenger RNA act like viruses themselves and attack your cells and inject their DNA rewriting your DNA your fucking genetic code of these cells, you know, so um, I would call that a virus, not a vaccine. So essentially, they created a man-made virus to cure the virus that supposedly evolved, and we're supposed to trust them. Like they released the Kofefe in 2020, and then they created a. V By the way, it was a, it was being worked on way before 2020. There's no way they popped it out like that fast. It's un beyond unprecedented. It's impossible. They were working on that for probably a decade in conjunction with the, the original virus. So they had the virus and then they had their antivirus, which was literally just a virus made with mRNA to fight the virus. And so one virus cancels out the other virus, but you start off with a little bit of toxin from the virus and you get tons more toxin from the antivirus. And so where does that leave you at? Well... Mostly, I think it is used used to pit people against each other. The vaccinated versus the the vaccine, the unvaccinated. You know, the ones who are vaccinated with all of the things except for COVID. You know, they're vaccinated with smallpox and Ebola and everything else, and not COVID. And then the ones who are vaccinated with smallpox, Ebola, and everything else and COVID. And I mean, they've been pitting the right against the left, and everybody. You know, people with brown hair against people with blue eyes for. Or people with brown hair against people who have 
short, like, you know, fuck, like, people with tails versus people who have ears. It's like, okay, maybe people don't have tails, but you know what I mean. They've been pitting people with glasses against people who have contacts for 100 years, so it's like, this is one more way they can pit people. But also, I think there's um, a strong amount of data to suggest that the vaccines, which are actually just human-made viruses, are actually also full of toxic chemicals that can make people more unhealthy, give you autism and the other things that the old viruses gave you, that in conjunction with your unhealthy food to propagate your unhealthiness, and unhealthy people are weak, pathetic, and easy to control, and they also don't reproduce all that much. So, this is a, a form of population control. I'm not saying it sterilizes you, but it is a form of population control, and it's a type of human control make people weak, keep them weak. And then also, even if it's a placebo that you get, which I, I'm pretty sure they, all the people who had cameras taking, you know, all the elites who got the vaccine just got a fucking placebo. You can see this. Because it's like, oh, they get sick again. Either it doesn't work, or you got a fucking placebo. Maybe both. So it's like, how do we trust you? We don't trust you. 99% of the planet shouldn't trust you and sadly like 30 percent do that's not good we need to lower that number to like five percent just the stupid sheeple who are literally eating the poop of the elites and saying oh thank you for the ice cream it's chocolate ice cream oh i love this chocolate ice cream give me more like let's reduce that population not by killing them ella bill gates style but let's convert that population that's like 30 to 50% of sheeple and then like 30 more percent of just sleepwalkers. Let's convert all of those people to awakened souls. All right? Let's wake them up to reality. The truth about the UN agenda, what you need to know. The basic facts about Agenda 2030. The head of state government, high representative of the United Nations, head to sustainable development, blah, blah, blah. People to end poverty and hunger for all. Planet to protect from degradation. We went over this. Human beings can enjoy prosperous. Lofty like expanding taxation. We commit to enhancing revenue administration through monetized progressive tax systems. Lovely. More taxing of the poor. Empowering the MIF and World Bank to access financial information. They already have all our information. Strengthening regulations on private businesses to acquire public goals. I um I am the president of a private business, and I don't want your fucking public goals. You can go shove them. Growing services for immigrants in their host countries. Oh fuck, that's just literally saying all these illegal immigrants that we got. You know the good and the bad. All the ones that are coming over illegally. Like okay, so there was eleven million illegal immigrants in the United States. So non-U.S. citizens basically living off of the taxpayers' dollar, contributing, but not legitimately and also not necessarily paying taxes. Um, and then, you know, after 2021, when they opened it up and let everybody in, there's got to be at least another 5 million. So we got like 16 million illegal immigrants now in the United States. Growing the services for them. So they may or may not pay in taxes, but they don't contribute in any other, any other way. 
other than the slave labor for the elites, which is great for the elites, but not really great for us because it lowers the value of labor in the United States. So let's say Americans are very lazy and they're really not all that hardworking. Let's just go with that leftist perspective. Okay. So Americans are really lazy. So we need the slave labor to come in from the South America. Okay. But what if there was no slave labor? Now these factories and stuff would have to compete. They would have to find a way to motivate Americans to work for them. They would have to pay insanely well. If they didn't have such cheap labor, they would have to pay reasonable prices and to get Americans to come work in those factories. Okay, I tell you what. I worked at factories. $15 an hour is not worth it. Okay? Rather just like Ten cents an hour selling lemonade, for fuck's sake. So, think about it this way: if those factories had to like get together and actually pay worthwhile wages, you know, to their American citizens, that would fix the problem. But no, the corporations are like we want cheap labor, so they get illegal immigrants. The factory in the town I live in, every few weeks or so, they would have like a purge. The government, during Trump, the government would come down and purge like 50 employees because they were all illegal. Um, the way they said it was, you know, covering face, they would say, oh, they had paper problems. Their papers, their paperwork had problems. They, th there was problems with their paperwork. Uh, so they were illegal immigrants. Oh, I cannot confirm or deny that, basically, is what they would say after that. Footing a $100 billion annual bill for clean energy. Clean energy is not clean, it's not renewable, and it's not green. So, why do we keep using this terminology? There are many other actions, action items in the document. The concerns regarding 2023. 23. Okay, my concern is these people are maniac murderers. So I don't trust them as far as I can throw them into the sea. So, what we're going to look up Yeah, I'm looking for a specific thing that I heard somebody I slightly trust say mm. images
I'll just take the story that you told just to kind of complete this. Since we mentioned scholarship, and that's what I, I do, I can plug the scholarship into your story. Because the majority of those people, you know, that you said they work for a video game magazine or whatever. Some of them did. A lot of them were freelancers. In right. both cases, these people probably studied something like media studies, especially the freelancers. What was the joke? You know, we're talking Gamergate was 2014, right? Yeah. So what was the joke? The joke was, um, you know, you get a degree in something like gender studies or media studies or something, and you're going to be a barista. No, well, probably you might be, but you're also going to be a freelancer because you think you're a great writer and you have right. great insights. So what are they going to start writing these sexist, racist, homophobic, blah, 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 you know, keyword at, or articles about? Well, they're going to start infusing that theory. And then various touch points happen in society that then mainstream it. But what's happening is these bloggers, or freelance journalists, I should say, are essentially starting to infuse that theory into pop culture. And that theory has been cranking for 50 years, saying, you know, by the way, guys, society actually is secretly fascist, it's secretly racist, it's secretly sexist. Racism, critical race theory's kind of central thesis could be boiled down to racism never gets better, it just hides itself better. And then you have these little cutesy, you know, graduates in these stupid degrees become freelance writers, and then it's keyword city, right? It's buzzword no. city, racist yep. video game, racist movie, racist Dr. Seuss, racist your mom, whatever it happens to be. And uh, one thing after another, and then these are the people who are poised to write these little fluff piece, well, they're like, it's like the hit version of a fluff piece, right? No content. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a bundle of thorns or something instead of fluff. But these are the people who are going to write these things, and they start injecting the ideas of systemic racism and systemic sexism and all of these kind of critical theory ideas into the pop culture through those mediums. And that, if you go way back, I mean, that was actually Gramsci's plan, not to get heavy in theory, but Antonio Gramsci, the, I'm supposed to always say Albanian, Italian, I, I said that he was Italian, which is true. And these uh, Italian people wrote me these emails, they're like, call him Albanian Italian, please. Don't sick him to us. <laughs> Don't make it. He was brilliant, actually. The guy was probably one of the sharpest minds of the 20th century. Unfortunately, he was also a communist. And um, he was the one who realized that you have to underpin, or un you have to undermine the pillars of culture in order to take over a society. And he identified those as being in um, religion, family, media, education, and law. So that media pillar. That's what the goal was. He said, what you have to do is you have to get inside. If you want to take a, a pillar of culture down, you get inside of it. And you create a counter-hegemony within the existing... That's all Hollywood has been doing for 50 years. ...in hegemony. And start making it grow. And basically, when you say parasite, that's what you're talking about. It's get latch on and then grow the strength of that thing. Like, like a Sith or something. I don't know. I'm not a Star Wars. You're the one with the torches. But, but um, I mean, that's the idea, right, is to, to get in there and to start infusing these critical ideas. So this is a plan that's been, like, cooking up scholarly for 100 years that had actually no real way to work until all of a sudden we cooked up this. I've been thinking about this a lot lately, the last, I don't know, three months. Social media and then, I don't know what to call it, but, like, just kind of, like, grubby media, you know, like, you know, little grubby articles like these different... Gawker was like just a right. propaganda place or whatever. Yep. It got taken down. Games of telephone articles that regurgitate the same thing written yeah. by somebody else. Grub media. It's called churnalism. Churnalism, yeah. Totally. Or urinalism, according to Jeremy Hanby, the quartering today. Urinalism. Yeah, <laughs> um, you said that the Sith were parasitic. I like that because the Sith apprentice, parasite off the master, grows strong and then kills the master. I mean, it's right there. I mean, it's like the whole Cordyceps so plan. It's basically, you know, Emperor Palpatine taking over, becoming the chancellor, and everyone cheers for it. 
Yep. I mean, there you, know, you go. But yep. Very insightful. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that before. Um, what's the point? Look at this. Of course, it's. Thank you, Mr. Speaker, and I listened to my colleague's speech. I had a constituent that wanted me to ask a question about outside interference to our Abu? democracy. Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum. Okay, so this is an important thing to understand. You don't live in a democracy! There are no democracies on planet Earth. Get that into your fucking skull! Human? I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not yelling at the, the listener. Not I'm not yelling at you, listener. I'm yelling at this person on the screen. I'm, I'm listening to this TikTok YouTube video. It's It's got a... It's in portrait on YouTube with the, sh the shadow grading. And the portrait video is in landscape. So you get like a tiny little box in the middle of actual video. And then there's some text on top and underneath and whatever for the TikTok. It's like... This is how far the human species has devolved. Okay. I'm sure most of the listeners can understand what a democracy is, right? What people in the political spectrum call a direct democracy is where you essentially have mob rule, people vote, and that's the only check or balance, essentially. People vote in like the people... They're not even representative so much. It's like maybe essentially everyone votes on everything. And it sounds good, but most people don't have enough time in a day to specialize in enough things to make educated and rational decisions about every facet of life. What we have in the United States is a constitutional republic, or at least we did. However, over the last 150 years, that was degraded more and more and more ever since Abraham Lincoln made sure that the union, the government, stayed huge. It continued to get bigger and bigger and the government of the United States got so big that it completely overwhelmed the Constitutional Republic. Alexa shot. And has transformed now officially after 2020 into the one, sorry, Comfa State. The center of the empire, the Comfa state, the communist corporate fascism state, it's not democracy. It's not constitutional republic. It's Comfa. And Canada also has a Comfa government. It wasn't always that way, but it was it was never a democracy, so like educate yourself what words mean. Person in the video, please. At least us myself and the listeners understand communist corporate fascism is generally how the world is run today there are no democracies there are no republics just tyranny governments you know government all government is tyranny and the bigger the government the bigger the tyranny form and he bragged how his subversive wwef world economic forum has quoted infiltrated governments around the world he said that his organization had penetrated more than half of Canada's cabinet. And I was wondering, in the interest of transparency, could the member please name which cabinet ministers are on board with the WEF's agenda? 
my concern is the deputy power or, or, or I, I know it was I know the, uh, the member was in a, a really good good question there but the the, the audio is really really bad and the video is really really lying bitch you want to hear that audio it was crisp as as crisp as my voice wef world economic forum has quoted infiltrated governments around the world he said maybe they can hear it his yeah. organization had penetrated more than half of canada's cabinet and i was wondering in the interest of transparency could the member please name which cabinet ministers are on board with the wef's agenda my concern is the deputy power or, or, or I, I know it was i know that uh, the member was in a, a really good good question there but the the, the audio is really really bad and the video is really really bad as well um and i and i and i apologize i don't know if if the member okay uh let's let's uh, let's try again the honorable the, the, the honorable member for timothy james bay mr speaker that member was promoting open disinformation actually open disinformation this um, notion to integrate and this is uh the chairman of the world economic forum himself carl Schlau. young leaders <clears throat> part of the world economic Forum since many years and i have to say um when i mention our names like Mrs. merkel um, even uh, vladimir putin and so on they all have been young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. But um, what we are very proud of now is the young generation like uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, um, President of, Pres of uh, Argentina and so on, so we penetrate the cabinets. Whoa, 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 wait. What, what did he just say? Rewind. So if we penetrate the cabinets, so if we penetrate the cabinets, <laughs> uh, devious, devious. So there you have it, folks, straight from the mouth of the supreme ruler of the planet Earth, Klaus Schwab. Um, yeah, they have to penetrate your government in order to, um, you know, push forward their globalist agenda. So yesterday I was at a, rece at a reception for Prime Minister Trudeau and I would know that half of this cabinet or even more half of, uh, half of this cabinet are for our act. <clears throat> so at least according to his own, his own at least the, according to Carl Schwab's own words, um, he's penetrated everyone's governments. Now, do we believe him or not? Eh, it's, it's, um, there's a lot of penetrated governments, though. Somebody had, somebody did the penetration. Was it him? Does it really matter? They're penetrated. Um, kind of, we're kind of popping out of the wormhole or the, the, the the wormhole now and we're we're in a new stargate so like woo what are we doing now we're gonna wrap this up i i don't really just do one thing and i keep going so like uh we'll be speaking about this more but if you want to do more research and stuff there's so many places for example there's rumble.com slash jarva8 rumble.com slash jarva8 and 
Don't forget, rumble.com slash darkstarrising. And if you head over to lulu.com slash search right now. I can't even. There we go. Type worth it. Darn. And then you type in the search box. Okay, it's already here. Big Mr. T. You'll find an amazing relic of last year. Big Mr. T. By Bob Ronkink and Eric Stolet Action. Is your four year old watching too much? Okay, so. The hardcover is $40.99, but half the proceeds go to support the publisher, myself, and the writer, Bob Ronkink, and the artist, Eric Stolilection. Okay? So, if you want to support and also get a cool book based upon the things that happened in 2020... A history book for kids and adults. Head over to lulu.com slash search. And enter into the search Big Mr. T. Let's see what else was published by Jarv. Oh, oh, you have to find that out yourself. And my last self-ad is head over to minds.com slash News. Also, rumble.com slash News. I have a news channel now. And while I do share my own opinion on it, the motto of the channel and my goal with the channel is to have facts first, real news, and discussion. And now we're going back to the Stargate. This is the final little piece of the puzzle. So we know... Like I said, listen to my previous episodes. We know now that they planned, or it's possible that that was the plan, in, what is it, 97, uh, Operation Dark Winter, when they created a simulation to see what would happen when America was attacked by a biological pandemic weapon. And these same people, the kind of people who work with World World Economic Forum, and then in 2020, the planned weapon happened, and the guy Klaus Schwab in his book explained how he was going to use 2020 Apocalypse, COVID-19, and the Great Reset is the book that he wrote. COVID-19 and the Great Reset by Klaus Schwab. Okay? But ultimately, what is their goal? Well, it's, I'll give you a hint. It has to do with three things that are kind of just the same thing. It's a currency, the ultimate currency of life, the sad, sad truth. Money, power, and fame. They want all of it and nothing for you. Like they said, you will own nothing and will be happy. That's what they meant. Now, we're going to go into something I call no-speak. I hope that I am very clear and kind on this podcast, at least kind enough, but harsh enough to get the truth off into people's heads and hammer it in so that people can wake up. But hopefully I'm clear enough. Now, no, what no speak is, is not very clear. No speak is a term I created for the kind of language that comes out of postmodernism and leftist nonsense and incompoopery of the Marxist variety. 
And what we end up getting is things like doublespeak being used all over the place. War is peace. Truth is lies. Justice is injustice. Freedom is slavery. These kind of things. Okay? And things like renewable literally being used for something that's not renewable. Green being used for something that's white or beige and not green. Like like windmills are. They're definitely not green. And um, other no-speak or double-speak things. Double-speak is a kind of no-speak. But ultimately, no-speak is what the postmodernists want because it's language that they can control the definition of at whim. They did this already by changing the Merriam-Webster's definition of racism. No longer is it just being mean to someone who looks different than you or believing that there's one race that is superior across all the things and uh, one or two races or however many that are inferior across all the things. I have talked before about how there's genetic differences between races and, of course, individuals as well. And there's no way to prove. In fact, there is... There's no way to even really logically believe that there's one race that's superior across all the different things. Different races have different things that they're good at. That's just biological divergence. It's just the diversity that is natural when a species continues to change. And change it does. So, I mean, from a biological perspective, there is no superior race. All races are superior and inferior simultaneously. Because there's something, there's more than one thing to judge a race by, biologically. Okay? So, you have that reality. But, then they change the definition of racism from what it was. Merriam Webster. Merriam Webster, dictionary.com, and all the other places. Okay? They change it to be. Uh, How do you spell it? Racist. Holy shit, and it's the first one off the bat. Having reflecting, fostering belief that race, or maybe it's not the first one. Fundamental determinant rate traits. Okay. Having reflecting, fostering the belief that race is a fundamental determinant, determinant of human traits and capabilities that the racial differences produce are inherently superiority of a particular race. Yes. There are superiorities and inferiorities for all races. There's not one that's superior across everything because there's more than one thing and they're all ups and downs. So, like, okay, this is just nonsense. All we related to characterize the subject of oppression, racial groups, society, kind of approach. Okay. Oh, racism is what we wanted. Yes, this is already nonsense. A, okay. A belief that race is a fundamental determinant of human traits and capabilities that are racial pref differences produce inherent superiority of a particular race. All right. Blah, blah, blah. But this is the one that they added. The system, the systemic oppression of a racial group to the social, economic, and political advantages of another. One of many ruses racism achieves is the virtual erasure of historical contributions of people of color. Discriminatory houses practicing redlining neighborhoods underlying fundamental education lack of health care. Our nation faces a fork in the road. These are examples, maybe. A political system founded on racism and designed to execute its principles. Basically, white supremacy. A specific 
Here we go. Specifically white supremacy. Okay. What about black supremacy? Asian supremacy? No. Only white supremacy is racist. This is what I call no speak. You have a paragraph and 500,000 words that literally just say shit. This is not the only example. Because all postmodern language does this. If you read like the book Critical Race Theory or even the original Communist Manifesto, they say a lot and mean nothing. It's like they have so many words to say, but ultimately they said shit, shit and nothing, okay? They use flowery language and exaggerative words and made-up words that they made up like five seconds ago. I didn't make up no speak five seconds ago, and that's a pretty concise and tight definition. And they engage in like this spew of nonsense gar jargon okay the marxists did it and the postmodernists do it as well and all the wokies are just postmodernist slaves so yes they do as well and so instead of something being clear and defined like racism is being mean to someone who looks different than you just because of their skin or believing that one race is superior or inferior across all the different things like that's simple you can grasp that. Instead of that, it's like, text up. It's like, you know, copy past the postmodern nonsense. It's nonsense and incompoopery. No speak. That's, I just simplified the term nonsense and incompoopery into one word. No speak. So, if you're like, well, your white supremacy is encroaching on my black privilege, and that's why you have to lower your microaggressions down to a slight thermometer or blah, blah, blah. That's no speak. Okay, that's no speak. You're uttering out all these words, but you're not saying anything. Okay, your thoughts that you can't control are encroaching on my whatever. You know, that's 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 called microaggression. Okay, it's literally the thoughts of someone somehow offending the person. You know, some subtle thing that you don't even mean in conversation. For example, if you say. Blah, 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 this black person, this and that. Did you capitalize the B in the black? Well, I spoke it, so there's no way to tell if I capitalized it or not. Do you, do you capitalize it? You, insin you insinuated that you didn't capitalize. Or you said black and not pock. You know, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you, thought, I thought you called yourself black. I'm pock, not black. Black is something else. But I'm capital black. Now, did you capitalize it? See, it's like... No one gives a, like, obviously, people's feelings matter in conversation to somebody you care about, but you shouldn't have to bend over backwards for people who have weak, 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 thin, thin skin. Now, biologically, thin skin is white, because light can get through it, and you can see the red, and then it turns red, but the point is, thin skin, as in, they're weak of mind, and they're easily offended. The world is very brutal. You gotta sooner or later toughen up. And if it's some if it's not your friend who accidentally misgenders you or microaggressions you, which by the way, a microaggression is neither aggressive or hate speech. It's just micro, I guess, is all it is. Or if you're going to be offended by someone like using the wrong pronoun or just looking at you the wrong way or just 
you know, or staring at your boobs or your butt, or you're going to be offended by anything like that at all. You're not going to stand two seconds on the internet with this, like, the horde of 12-year-old trolls, you know, boy trolls who are all like, <laughs> I know how to freaking get you. I know how to make you irk. I know how to get you angry. I'm going to do it over and over again because it gives me something, you know. They'll grow up and then be indoctrinated into critical race theory or Marxist struggle sessions or postmodernist nonsense and incompropery. And then they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm a male feminist now. Can I get laid? You know. But hopefully some of them, when they're 18 or older, will listen to the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. Head over to rumble.com slash darkstarrising to get new episodes on the video. If you're listening to this, you already know how to get the audio podcast. You can go to rumble.com slash jarv8 for the clips and other content that I create. Sometimes with no thumbnails because Rumble fucking forgets the thumbnails and then they fucking don't put the new thumbnails in there and it's just blank black screen. I have thumbnails I created and I uploaded and I clicked. I did everything required. The system is so old. But a slightly newer system is minds.com slash jarv underscore official. That's my official, obviously. But then there's the rumble.com slash jarv news and minds.com slash jarv news because I'm going to fucking promote my own shit all up the fucking wazoo. This is my plan for the podcast. Less ads that don't give me money anyways. And more my self-promotion. Because I'm shameless. I'm shameless. Almost as shameless as Seamus. And, you know, from Freedom Tunes. And I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up with one final warning. I'm not demanding any money from you. And this is not a scam. Human beings, however, are going through a growing spurt right now. And what what's happening is you're seeing this clash between the old world of modernism, which is basically what has been oper the operating system for civilization for the past 500 years and what has objectively brought humanity out of object poverty into a, a much more healthy, low, a much higher, lower, low income. In other words, you might be all like, well, I'm low income. I'm not feeling good right now. Yeah, you and me both, friend. But a peasant of the 21st century is a king of the Middle Ages. You have the food that they only dreamed of. You have access to technology that they wouldn't ever dream of. You are living a higher living standard than your ancestors did, even if you're really poor and maybe even living on the street. That is because of the tenets of modernism. Things like pursuit of to the truth, the concept of an objective truth, of objective reality, the free trade-based capitalism before it gets corrupted by corporatism, and so on and so forth. You can you can look at some of my other videos when I break down the differences between modernism and postmodernism. 
But what we have is this war of the old world that was successful in doing great things for humanity versus this newcomer called postmodernism, which has so far yet to do, do nothing good for humanity. Postmodernism comes from Marxism. You know, the ideology that combined with leftism is responsible for more murder of human beings than ever in human history. 350 million in one century. That was communism, that was socialism, that was national socialism, fascism, other Marxist ideologies, abortion, other leftist ideologies that are responsible for the largest murdering of human beings in human history. That evolved into postmodernism. Progress for progress sake alone. Murder equals progress. Equity is death. And that is what's combating the thing that actually has been working for 500 years, modernism. So the one thing that we can do to save humanity from uh, ultimately the, the destination of postmodernism is posthumanism is to spread information. The elites say the quiet part out loud in your face. So all you need to do is show the sheeple and the sleepwalkers, the people who are not awakened, that. And they can see for themselves that this leader who's supposed to be respected and who's in control is evil. They're basically almost all of them evil. And they're leading humanity to a place they don't even understand. Through postmodernism to posthumanism. The whole transhumanism thing is just a fad. It will pass. Its purpose is to bridge the gap between postmodernism and posthumanism. Posthumanism, the ninth episode, which will be coming out tomorrow, is what is their goal. It's the function of postmodernism. It may not be the purpose or the, the, the ideological narrative but the function, what actually comes of postmodernism, if it's continued, is posthumanism. So check out tomorrow the podcast and show of the Dog Star Rising for our special episode, number nine, the last of this week, our third week. Posthumanism. Thank you, and we're going to have an outro. Maybe let's find some offensive outro. Let's see. I don't know what this says, but I guess it'll work. I just finished. Okay. And also that's me. Okay. Why does the sound have to be so? Hurry up. Flash me. Flash. Alright. This is the outro. Come on. I just finished. And also that's not ice cream. Okay. I didn't vote for you anyway. Okay Siri. How do you get ejaculate out of my braces? And this is the Dark Star Rising podcast and show. Thank you for tuning in. And tune in tomorrow.